Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then Stripe tap to pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Thanks to everyone who supports Daily Tech News Show directly. To find out more, head to dailytechnewsshow.com slash support. This is the Daily Tech News for Thursday, October 4th, 2018 in Los Angeles. I'm Tom Merritt. And from Studio Feline, I'm Sarah Lane. From Mansfield, Ohio, I'm Justin Robert Young. Whoa, changing it up on us. Yep. Looking good. Mansfield. Well, <laughs> yeah. Oh, City of Lights. Roger. Is it? Hello, oh. my name is Roger, and I'm on the show. <laughs> Thank you. From, from somewhere in LA. Making County. that. Roger. I was, I Roger lives was in a city of lights as well. Super smooth. Uh, yeah. So, Justin, are you uh, on the campaign trail? You're meeting the people of Ohio? What's going on? You there? know, I, listen, uh, Tom, to say that I'm not fully committed to the DTNS community would be a lie. I'm just uh, on a fact finding mission to see <laughs> what the great people of Ohio have to say. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got a big topic today. We are going to talk about that hardware hack that Bloomberg reported as coming from. China, but let's start with a few tech things you should know. The 6.4-inch LG V40 ThinkQ smartphone is available for pre-order now for $900 to start, goes up from there, and has five cameras. Also runs Android 8.1 Oreo instead of the new Android 9 Pie. Some people are... You know, a little lackluster about that. LG's new watch W7 has mechanical hands so that the watch works even if the battery dies. That's a difference between about two days of battery life and 100 days of battery life. The W7 goes on sale on October 14th for $449. HMD Global officially announced the Nokia 7.1 will head to Europe and the United States. It's 58 uh, eight four uh, sorry five point eighty four inch LCD screen supports HDR ten and HDR upscaling. It will get Android nine Pie by November and is an Android Enterprise recommended phone. It's up for pre order Friday, shipping October twenty eighth. Pricing starts at three hundred and forty nine dollars. That is three hundred and nineteen euros. And Blizzard co founder Mike Morheim has stepped down as president of Blizzard. 27 years after he founded the company, World of Warcraft executive producer J. Allen Brack, uh, who's been there a decade or so, is the new president. And Morheim says he'll stick around as a strategic advisor. All right. Let's talk a little more about what's going on with Nintendo. We're Justin. 
Nintendo's working on a new Switch console to be released in uh, uh, 2019, sources tell the, w- the Wall Street Journal. The new console will have an updated screen, uh, but other details are thin at this time. No word on the price for the updated Switch, will, uh, which reportedly could arrive as early as next summer. Well, and the whole idea, right, is that the screen probably should be updated, but that mm. would also bring the price up. Yeah, and... Uh, I don't know. They they do these as lost leaders mostly to to sell the game, so they might decide not to bring the price up. It does feel like the Switch could follow a Nintendo 3DS type model, where instead of like with the Wii U, you had the Wii U, and it was the Wii U until it was the uh, until it was the Switch. Uh, the Switch could be more like the 3DS, where it's like, oh, well, we we have one with a better screen, or we have one with a smaller form factor, and and have varying versions of it, and this. So, so this just being sources say, we don't know for sure, but I, I find it believable that they might pursue that. Uh, th- this sounds realistic to me. Ninten- the knock on Nintendo has always been that despite the fact that they can have game-changing hardware, uh, which they certainly have with the Switch, that after they get their first round of original IP games, Mario, Zelda, Mario Kart, out to the people that sometimes there is a fall off. If they're not selling their own systems with their own games, that there's not quite certainly the third party developer support, which has been better for the switch, but also anything else that Nintendo can use to goose these sales. They have put a lot of effort into a new super smash brothers that they're uh, uh, certainly promoting the hell out of. So I I would like to see it. I mean, I think that the switch is a great console now to offer a better version for around the same price or maybe slightly more, I think is a good deal for, for Nintendo. Dell announced the Alienware M15 laptop, which is 4.7 pounds, has a slimmer top and side bezels than previous models around its 15-point-inch total display, narrow edges hugging the keyboard, a new honeycomb speaker bar that sits right below the hinges, among other bells and whistles. Users can choose from an FHD or 4K display panel, and the laptop will support up to core i5 or i7 processors, NVIDIA 1060 or 1070 Max-Q graphics, up to 32 rather gigabytes of RAM, and up to one terabyte solid-state drive or dual drives with PCIe and SSD combinations. Dell estimates that the device's 90-watt battery will also last 17 hours on a single charge, which is important for a gaming laptop. October 25th availability starting at $1,099. I mean, this is just all around to me, a solid announcement. Uh, it's a totally. good, well-spec gaming laptop for a decent price. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, like, I don't, so I don't who, know. Who is getting one for their loved one this holiday season? Not me. No. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm not either, but I mean, yeah, for, for that price and those specs, it is, Incredibly solid. Yeah, I don't really have anything bad to say about it. It's the ultra portable the gaming laptop uh, trend uh, being carried out by Alienware in in good fashion. So I, I think I think people are excited about this. Uh, Andrea Stocco and colleagues at the University of Washington have developed the first brain to brain network that they're calling BrainNet. <laughs> An EEG uh, is used to register the brain frequency in three participants. And something called transcranial magnetic stimulation, or TMS, so send that to Scott Johnson and Brian Ibbett, uh, induces electrical activity in one of the three participants. TMS, uh, the transcranial magnetic stimulation, is is something that is used to 
activate the brain. In fact, one of the experiments they do is they can hold it over a certain part of your brain and make uh, a phosphine appear in your vision by stimulating your brain. So they're using that here. The two senders of the three watch a Tetris-like game and send a signal to the third person to tell that person to rotate the block or not to get it to fit down in the bottom. Now, the way they do this is to move a cursor to the right-hand side of the screen with their mind. The cursor is moved by staring at a 15 hertz LED, which causes the brain to emit a frequency along those lines. There's also a 17 hertz LED that they can sort of cleanse the brain palette with by looking at that to stop the cursor from moving. The receiver can only see the top half of the Tetris screen. So he sees the block, but not where it should go. He doesn't know whether to rotate it or not. The signals from the receivers are induced by TMS, which causes a phosphine to appear in the recipient's vision, which tells them to rotate if they see it or not to rotate if they don't see it. It's So if, for anybody who's like, brain net, okay, let me wrap my head around this. Ah. <laughs> no pun intended, I know. Uh, but uh, so this is not something that's going to, at me as the third party, I will do something without my knowledge of right. doing it. Like yes. it's not taking over my uh-uh. brain. It is merely suggesting this is what you should do, third party brain. Well, and and it also sounds like you are getting a signal for which you are making a conscious decision. Right. About. Like and I think you that's are, important you are, to dis- you are seeing a thing and then and then understanding what that means by way of the instruction saying, "Okay, I am now going to take the effort to make this move. Yeah, yeah, this is very much a proof of concept. It, it it it's not like you couldn't do everything they're doing here some other way. You know, you could you could just send a have a light turn on and be like, "Oh, when the light's on, I rotate the thing," right? The idea mm-hmm. is not that they're doing something you couldn't do any other way yet, but that they're doing it only using brainwaves. In other words, right, right. I have to change my brain frequency by looking at the right LED and then my brain frequency signals the TMS to induce a frequency in the recipient's brain to turn the phosphine on. Uh, You could totally do it easier, right? But that's not the point. The point is to make it work this way because then you can start building on that. Well, and that's my next question, right? So it's like, okay, a game of Tetris, whatever. (laughs) I'm like, I don't need you to tell me how to rotate my shapes. I know how to play Tetris. But how does this apply to something that would actually be valuable, especially people with brain injuries or uh, there, you know, a, a way that one of us might be able to talk to the other person that that is actually helpful for humanity? And that's how science works. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't do that yet. But this is the first yeah, step for know, getting like, let's about it like you know well that's what i'm saying this is the first step to getting to that point where they can figure out oh well if we can do this then maybe we can actually make not just one phosphine but multiple maybe we could put a word in there we don't know that's the point and we don't have to know all we know is if you can make this work you can start to make more complicated things work and then you get to the point where you're like and now we figured out how to uh, communicate with someone who can't communicate in any other way and vice versa which would be amazing Yahoo has launched Yahoo Together, the messaging app for friends and family, previously codenamed Squirrel. (laughs) Together can organize group chats by topic and send reminders about upcoming events. The app is live today worldwide on Android and iOS. Finally, guys, a group chat app. 
Right. What, you know, that uses yahoo.com emails. And hashtag channels. IRC oh. slash Slack. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to make fun of this. I know, I know it's too still easy. You're are right. in the Yahoo universe, but um, okay. Maybe I, there, I, maybe there is a place for a personal Slack. Right? This is not meant to be used in business or gaming. This is just for you, your friends, and family to chat. But brings sure. in some of that chat room oriented topicality. That I, 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 I do think I agree with you, Tom. I think that there's a lot of snickering that can be done uh, uh wherein you know slack is like oh well, it's just irc but you know in, in a different fancy package yes but it was designed for small businesses and it was designed for tech focused businesses and it has done tremendously well all discords basically just slack yes but it was designed for gaming culture matters community matters discord has a place for that i do think that there is a place for something like this going forward Group chats, I've long thought, are are the the social network that nobody really wants to talk about or acknowledge. We've certainly seen chat apps have tremendous success, uh, uh, but maybe something that has a little bit more rich functionality and and is designed for. Hey, we all want to get together. There, there's a, a, a very easy way that we can all agree where we're going. We can all get the same directions, and we can all get reminded thirty minutes before. That that seems like a step in the right direction. Whether this is the product. Remains to be seen. I mean, the problem is getting people to use it, right? If WhatsApp added this, uh, or, or or WeChat or Line, yeah, uh, I then mean, everybody yeah, that, that's my over the my, moon. My 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 knee jerk reaction is like group chatting is we we got that. Yeah, we don't need Yahoo together. If a bunch of folks who happen to have, um, and I assume, I assume that they would, uh, really prefer that you have some sort of a yahoo.com domain that you can, you can set up or a Flickr account or whatever. Um, if, 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 if enough folks, uh, want to chat with each other and not, none of the other, uh, solutions are advantageous. Great. Okay. You know, that there's that Yahoo brand name that I think a lot of folks would be like, okay, that th- this actually makes more sense than you know one of those fancy WhatsApp type things. Because believe it or not, I know none of us really feel that way, but I I have aunts and uncles who are like, no, that's too techy for me. I don't know. It's it's a uh, you know I can't it's a imagine company. That, I can't imagine that Yahoo together is going to be the thing that makes them make the leap though, <laughs> if they haven't made it to WhatsApp already <laughs> or mes- mean- Facebook Messenger. I mean, I don't know. I don't either. All right, moving on to some Amazon news. Some Amazon employees have complained that despite the hourly wages being raised, they're losing stock awards and also bonuses. Amazon stock trades at near $20,000 a share, and employees got two shares upon being hired and one optional year. Okay, sounds good, right? In addition to raising its lowest hourly wage to $15 per hour, Amazon is replacing stock awards with a direct stock purchase plan. Here's where it gets confusing. Amazon is also ending its variable compensation pay program that added monthly bonuses based on performance. The company told CNBC, quote, we can confirm that all hourly operations and customer service employees will see an increase in their total compensation as a result of this announcement. Yeah, uh, uh, let me just also uh, correct uh the Amazon stock is at two thousand a share, not twenty thousand a share. Oh, I'm source. sorry, did I say twenty thousand? Yeah, so, <laughs> so near. I'm related to somebody by marriage. Grand, who not twenty thousand. Yeah, twenty thousand would be real great, but no, uh, yeah. two thousand, two thousand. 
And and this is just a follow up because I, I slammed Amazon for taking something they probably needed to do anyway because of a labor shortage and and spinning it as good hearted. Uh, it also I hadn't occurred to me that it could also be an accounting move because a bonus plan and stock options are more complex to account for. They're less reliable than knowing you're paying someone fifteen dollars an hour, sixteen dollars an hour, eighteen dollars an hour. Uh, so that's another good reason for Amazon to switch. Uh, it just makes things a little simpler to to expect what the costs are going to be if you don't have these variable bonuses and and stock prices that vary as well. Uh, I do believe, Amazon, that overall, everybody will see an increase in their total compensation, but that doesn't help somebody who's kind of in their mindset. They're like, well, I know I can get a $1,000 Christmas bonus uh, every year. Now realizing, well, that $1,000 is now spread out over the year, so I'm going to get shafted in December, basically. In in part, this is a no-win situation for Amazon because you have a lot of employees that do a lot of different things, that think a lot of different ways that you have to create a more uniform policy for. I can say, by way of my wife, who does work for an Amazon uh, uh, acquisition in Twitch, that the stock options are a part of company culture. They do that. That is part of uh, their their uh, compensation to their employees. Mm-hmm. That being said, not only do add on top of everything that you said, Tom, this is a political issue. There was political fire being levied toward oh, yeah. Amazon, specifically by Bernie Sanders, who then took a victory lap after this $15 announcement was made. Uh, uh, this is a simpler way that Amazon can say, look, we are leading, we are leading the way uh, uh, for the uh, wage floor in America as one of a big company that will continue to face political scrutiny. Folks, if you want to get all the tech headlines each day in about five minutes, be sure to subscribe to dailytechheadlines.com. Now, the general news out there, speaking of political stories, is alive with reports of the Russian GRU agents attempting to hack into the Organization for the Prohibition of Chemical Weapons, the OPCW, in the Netherlands, as they were about to report findings related to the nerve agent poisoning uh, in the UK. Dutch agents discovered the plot, seized a 4G smartphone, a transformer, a battery bag, a Wi-Fi pineapple, a white rectangular Wi-Fi antenna covered with a dark coat, and took the people's trash, which they had taken from their hotel and $40,000 in euros, $20,000 each dollars in euros. That hack is nothing compared to the story from Bloomberg about a Chinese hardware hack. This is the difference between my high school band Roadkill and the Beatles, as far as hacks go. Uh, Sources telling Bloomberg this story is important because of the denials. Bloomberg says they have six current and former senior national security officials who, in conversations that began during the Obama administration and continued under the Trump administration, detailed the discovery of the chips and the government's investigation. They have a total of 18 sources uh, from various companies, including Apple and Amazon. Let's go through the timeline. We're going to talk a little bit about the denials Uh, how difficult this kind of operation is, and then we'll discuss it in general. So in the first half of 2014, intelligence officials in the United States determined that China was targeting adding chips to the super micro boards. They knew this was a plan, but they could not nail it down. And you don't just shut down a major company like Supermicro. If you don't know, Supermicro is one of the top motherboard makers in the world. Their motherboards are in multiple uh, industrial applications all over the place. 
Now, the first finding that helped the intelligence agencies along was Apple. Apple found the chips in May 2015 after detecting a little bit of oddness with their firmware and networking activity in their data centers. They reported it to the FDI, but they did not provide access to the data centers or to the tampered hardware. It wasn't until Amazon was evaluating acquiring a company called Elemental Technologies later that year that they were able to get direct evidence. Uh, Elemental Technologies compresses video files and reformats them for various platforms. Elemental has government contracts with the DOD, CIA, Navy, NASA, Congress, the Department of Homeland Security. And Elemental makes servers for their video compression technology that were assembled by San Jose-based Supermicro. So Amazon hired a third-party security tester to just doing due diligence, make sure that uh, Elemental Technologies is secure, and found a rice grain-sized microchip on the Sun Micro boards that was not part of the original design. It resembled a signal conditioning coupler, just a little thing on there that, that, that conditions the signal, but was wired into the baseboard management controller. And that gives you some admin access, some root access. And what they found after investigation was the chips enabled a backdoor into whatever network they were part of, allowing contact with remote servers and allowing code from those servers to be accepted. So in other words, if this is in the DoD, if this is in the CIA, if this is in Amazon, this chip allowed a third-party server to inject code into a server on that network, which then could allow the propagation uh, across the network that it was trusted as a part of. Now, the chips were determined to have been added in factories run by subcontractors. Supermicro is based in San Jose, uh, but they have factories in Taiwan and one factory in Shanghai. Those weren't the problematic factories. When those factories are running at capacity, they will subcontract out to other factories, sometimes in China. Those subcontractors were found to be the ones that were adding this little tiny chip. Plant managers apparently were approached by people claiming to represent Supermicro, or in some other cases, the Chinese government, and in either case, Bribes might have been offered or inspections threatened, and the plant managers were convinced one way or another. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. The Claude 3 model family from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. With models at every point on the price-performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost. Claude 3 Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skills and speed. And Haiku is the fastest and lowest-cost model on the market, perfectly designed for high-volume, high-speed use cases. Join the thousands of enterprises who trust Anthropic to keep them at the frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude today. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, 
Stripe, Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. To make design changes to include this little microprocessor. Now, they found similar devices not only in Amazon and Apple, but also 30 other companies, banks, government contractors. They don't believe any consumer data was stolen. In fact, they're not even sure that any of these were used before they discovered them. But this is huge. However, Amazon says, quote, it's untrue that AWS knew about a supply chain compromise, an issue with malicious chips or hardware modifications when acquiring Elemental, period. Flat denial. Apple says, unusually verbose for Apple, on this, we can be very clear. Apple has never found malicious chips, hardware manipulations, or vulnerabilities purposely planted in any server. Supermicro says, we remain unaware of any such investigation. And the Chinese government, of course, says, supply chain safety in cyberspace is an issue of common concern, and China is also a victim. So we have two big issues here. One is a, a lot of very vetted sources, though anonymous, from a respectable enterprise in Bloomberg Businessweek saying this happened, and not even non-denial, flat denials from Amazon and Apple saying, no, nothing like this ever happened. This is not an easy thing to believe did happen. So you, even if it did happen for sure, don't expect it to be common. Product design understanding has to be sophisticated to be able to figure out how to make this work in the first place, getting it into the factory system is not easy in a way that it won't just screw up the design. And then making sure those devices get to the right place. If you're targeting a few 30 companies and you don't want to be discovered by just blanketing everyone with them is another logistical nightmare. So Justin. Yeah. Who do we believe? And, 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 and if it did happen, uh, wow. What do you do? Uh, I believe the story, and and I am going to take the denials with a little bit of a grain of salt because oftentimes, specifically when you are uh, talking about the charges that are or, or the, the issues that are levied here in this story, when you're talking about defense contracting, you're talking about government contracting, there are legal uh, requirements that businesses have to follow about disclosing how they work with certain government agencies. They're not allowed to be uh, uh, upfront about some of that stuff. And, and anybody who followed the Project Prism uh, uh, story will will uh, see some of these flat denials as, as similar as what we got initially out of that. Uh, this is massive. In fact, it might be the most consequential tech story that uh, I, I've seen since the, the Project Prism uh, revelations a few years ago, specifically for this reason. This is not a new allegation. This is something that we have heard for years about Huawei and ZTE. We have heard about the idea of, uh, of the, the China uh, taking advantage of the fact that they have such an opportunity to place something in the supply chain 
that, that that the government has taken precautions against certain companies that they have their eye on. The idea that they could co-opt a company like Supermicro is, uh, to me, something that is a quantum leap forward on how sophisticated uh, the People's Liberation Army is in this specific in this uh, specific area. And number two, a upcoming moral, if not business question for a lot of companies that do a lot of work in China. Should you take this opportunity to source as much of your product as you possibly can, but also have it not only proven, but also known publicly that we're talking about Amazon and Apple, two of the most profitable companies of all time being had by a system like this? Like this is a supply chain uh, issue at this point. These are these are difficult hacks to to track. Uh, you, the best chance is to look at your network activity and try to find them. That's how Apple found it. Uh, Huawei and ZT, however, are under the microscope. Their hardware gets looked at very carefully. My guess is a lot of the rhetoric about Huawei and ZTE was because the government knew about this and was trying to say, we don't want anyone else doing this. So we're going to push back against the I, idea that you would even I, try I, to and, and, I, and, I, and I'm with you, Tom, in that this is that, that, that the, the rhetoric about Huawei and ZTE possibly uh, bordering on on hyperbole. But this does that no favors. The, the idea that that now we're seeing, oh, no, it's more pervasive. It's yeah. not just these companies that we believe have direct ties to the Chinese government. Now it's taking advantage of subcontractors. Uh, like, look, it, it just makes you wonder, because also here's the other thing about this. Yes, it is ingenious if you are the People's Liberation Army to go after data center motherboards, right? Like that, that's the that is the, the sure most surefire way that you can send a product out into the ecosystem. And the, and the Bloomberg story uses the uh, the metaphor of trying to throw a stick in a river that feeds out into the ocean in China with the uh, hope that it will wash ashore in, in Seattle, like that that's how hard it is to make sure that this happens. However, it seems like it did, which also might insinuate that there are other hands guiding this between that subcontractor in China and these server farms with Amazon and Apple. And I do, I do think uh, it's fair to 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 question why these flat denials. These are not the denials of a company that's being gagged. Right. This is yeah. this is a company that's not being coy and saying we have no comment on this. Uh, they are saying, no, this didn't happen. So why is that? Are these companies cooperating with it or is it is there a misunderstanding here? Uh, is there some kind of propaganda war? I, I I don't see an easy call on that. But Bloomberg Businessweek has done its due diligence here. Uh, from from the looks of it, and they have a, a trustworthy track record. So it's not something where you can easily disbelieve their reporting either. That said, uh, yeah, a lot of companies are going to decide maybe it isn't worth the savings of going to China. And if you're India, you want to become as attractive as a place for manufacturing yep. uh, silicon as possible right now. Uh, uh, without a doubt. And, and uh, the sourcing on this comes from both the law enforcement side and the yes. Apple and Amazon side. No, it is so there are very well sourced. All unnamed, all unnamed, but still that they are there from both sides of this to the point where, I mean, the, 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 the charges that are, and I keep saying charges as if it's a, a, a legal thing. It's not. Allegations. But the, claim, the, yeah. the, the claims, claims made in this story are very specific and very pointed. There are times, dates, and places 
to a lot of this. It would it would shock me if if a story this wide ranging was out and out false. Again, India, step up. Well, unsurprisingly, this was a big story in our DTNS subreddit today. Uh, you can submit stories and vote on them at dailytechnewsshow.reddit.com. Also on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash dailytechnewsshow. Do we have anything in the mailbag today? Uh, funny you asked, Tom. We do. Uh, Michael from Texas chimes in our discussion yesterday about Kindle use and the idea of, like, do people use e-readers? Do they, do they make sense anymore? Michael says... I used to use my Kindle until my boss wanted me to read something for work. I knew it was going to take me forever to read. So I bought the book on Audible. Haven't touched my Kindle in months, but I've listened to a lot of audiobooks in the past year during my commute and road trips. Like Scott said, though, Scott Johnson uh, on our show yesterday, Michael says, I found the Kindle much easier on my eyes than a standard tablet or a phone or the like, and it was much less distraction prone. So, so the answer from Michael is both like, yes, I preferred the Kindle, but now I actually prefer audiobooks. Even but, <laughs> yeah. my, when I had to read a long book, yeah. I, you know, actually like listen to it. And, you know, if you're, if you're stuck in a car or commuting or otherwise audio makes more sense, I, I agree with him. I don't listen to as many audiobooks as, as you do, Tom, but, um, but, but there is the, they they have their time where it, it actually makes a way more sense for me to do that because I'm just not going to be able to sit down and read a book otherwise. Yep. No, that's a, it's, I doubled my reading by doing audiobooks. Justin Robert Young, uh, I know yeah. you probably do reading and uh, audio reading. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but when you're not doing either of those things, tell folks where they can keep up with your work. Oh, I'm writing, Sarah. I'm oh, writing. How about that? Uh, so go ahead and check it out at the free political newsletter.com. Five stories, five days a week, mostly gifts, sometimes hot takes. And by the mm. way, a lot of news this week. In fact, uh, uh, get all the roundup of uh, not only the Kavanaugh's uh, supplemental FBI report coming in, but also all the reactions from the senators and where we are headed this week with a likely confirmation vote. Go ahead on over free political newsletter.com. Right now, you could be hanging out with Mojam, with NetGuy, with Theater Monkey and Thrumwald and Zoe Brings Bacon and Ellie in our Discord, listening to the show as it's being recorded. That's right. The best people. Chatting with the best people. All you have to do is support us at patreon.com slash DTNS and link up your Discord account. That's patreon.com slash DTNS. We're also so happy for all the feedback that you give us every day. Keep it coming. Feedback at dailytechnewsshow.com. We're also live Monday through Friday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern, 2030 UTC. Find out more at dailytechnewsshow.com slash live. Back tomorrow with Patrick Norton and Len Peralta here to illustrate. Talk to you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. 